millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Today's a different sort of episode. It's a PSA. You're just going to have me. Uh, Eric's not joining today, but I've already chatted with him on this messaging, and he is on board. It's Christmas Eve 2020. Mid-afternoon, and we are in the midst of the worst wave of the coronavirus pandemic that we've seen all year. This is certainly the case where I live in Southern California, where ICU capacity has now been at 0% for about a week, and overcrowding continues, and people continue to get COVID and die. And now the, the Thanksgiving super spreader events have begun to hit the hospitalization numbers, and people have started either being intubated or dying from those super spreader events, and we're faced with another major set of super spreader events tomorrow on Christmas. So this is really a PSA where we're coming out and we're just begging you to stay home tomorrow. The, the greatest transmission mechanism is indoor gatherings with people not in your household. We're at a point in this pandemic where... We all know how this works. We can no longer plead ignorance or naivete. We know that greater presence in public around other people spreads this thing more and more people get killed. You don't need to be a numbers person to understand this. We've now all lived through it twice fully, and this is the third time. You can look at the charts and see what's happening. We can no longer plead ignorance, which means that we're faced with a really important ethical decision tomorrow that... Personally, I don't think we're going to be able to take back. We know that going and congregating with people outside of our household is going to spread this and cause other people to be killed. It, that's the reality of it. It might not be someone you know, but does that really matter? And when you think about choices, oftentimes this idea of the sin of omission comes up where people throughout the past have... Chosen not have chosen not to speak out against something, and by going along tacitly with something, they are guilty through the sin of omission. The problem is tomorrow, we are we can no longer justify uh, sin of omission if we take an action. That would be a sin of commission. If knowing that we know now about the coronavirus, we choose to go out tomorrow and take part in risk high risk activity that we know is high risk now, then that is actively choosing to engage in something that uh, we know is going to kill people. It is a sin of commission. And at least for me personally, again, that comes dangerously close to sounding like an evil act, knowing that something is going to physically harm something, physically harm someone else, and choosing to do it anyways, even though 
foregoing that action would be of minimal cost to us. So I think we're at this point in the pandemic where our actions tomorrow are going to stick with us for the rest of our lives. If we make morally unjustifiable decisions tomorrow, we're not going to be able to take them back. They will have been a mistake that haunts us the rest of our lives. So please, please, please stay home for Christmas. If you absolutely must see someone, and at least in California, California, you're not even supposed to see anyone outside of your household. No gatherings with anyone outside of your household. But if you're going to, please, at least, you know, the basic precautions, outdoors, masks, far, far away. We now know that six feet of social distancing isn't really good enough anymore. There's a report that came out of South Korea where five minutes of exposure to someone 20 feet away spread the coronavirus. So even the things that we thought were safe at earlier times in the pandemic, now that ICU capacity is filling up and the downside from getting sick is so much greater than it was at any other time in the year because you may not have access to the health resources that otherwise would have been available, this is a really critical moment. So I'd like to leave you with a thought on what I think the holiday spirit is. And this applies to whatever religion you are. I, if for folks who know me, I grew up sort of in a half-Jewish, half-Christian family. So I, I celebrated both. And if you were to ask me what the holiday spirit is really about, well, ask yourself what you think the holiday spirit is really about first. What is it? Is it about gifts? Is it more generally about giving? I think it is. I think it's about giving to others, be it your your time or your gifts or in simpler times when we didn't have to worry about this damn virus being with family, but that's no longer an option now. It's essentially about others. And I think that's true if you're Christian and celebrate Christmas or if you're Jewish and celebrate Hanukkah or if you celebrate any other uh, major holidays this time of the year. It's essentially about caring and being selfless. And I, I, I did a quick Google search essentially December 2019, uh, December 2019 and before, so not including this year. And I just said, what does the Christmas spirit mean to you? And like I said, I'm not a particularly religious person, but I just I want to read some quotes from the Bible to just kind of get into the mindset of what other people thought the Christmas spirit meant before the pandemic. Um, and this is an article from growingchristians.org, and we'll, we'll post this up. And it's from, let's see, what's the date? This is from 2012. And the article is about the true Christmas spirit. And it starts with this quote from Philippians 2, 5-8. Your attitude should be the same as that of Christ Jesus, who, being in very nature of God, did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, but emptied himself, taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to death even on the cross." And the point that this author of the article makes reflecting upon this is that the true spirit of Christmas is about selflessness. So the author of this article writes in reflection that the reason for this original doctrinal passage of Scripture was, quote, a common problem in the early church. Many of the Philippians were being selfish and proud and looking out only for themselves. Sound familiar? The Philippian problem is a contemporary problem. Self always seems to be our top priority. No wonder God chose to include the letter of the Apostle Paul to the Philippians as part of his holy word. We are to exhibit more togetherness and love for one another. To do our own thing and be independent from the other believers of the fellowship is not scriptural. We are to look out for the interests of our brothers and sisters. End quote. 
And this strikes home to me, even though I'm not a particularly religious person, because it conforms with my idea of the sense of the Christmas spirit or the holiday spirit. And you can do your own Google search from 2019 and before, and you'll find articles from other places. And we'll throw links up to this brief, uh, to the in the show notes to this very brief episode. But I, again, I don't think with what we now know of how this virus acts and how our actions directly influence its spread, that we can claim to get together with our families inside, outside of our households this year, and for it to be a selfless act, for that to be an act in and that is that comports with the Christmas spirit. Stay home. Care about your brothers and sisters, regardless of what religion you are, regardless of whether you have faith or not. Act in a way that conforms with your own moral principles. And I think that this is something we can all choose to do regardless of what faith we believe in. Act in a way that you'll be proud of later in life, that you can tell your children and your grandchildren about that you didn't give in to your own individual desire to do something, to see your family, that you were willing to forego that and to make that sacrifice for the good of others, for your brothers and sisters. And we'll all be with our families next year. We have a moral obligation to do the right thing tomorrow, and it's gotten to the point where I think if you do the wrong thing, you're not going to be able to take it back. It will be an unethical decision that will last for the rest of your life. Do the right thing tomorrow on Christmas. Stay home. Protect others. Be selfless and not selfish. If we all make this small sacrifice, we can save thousands of lives. So let's do this. Let's do this right tomorrow. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.